Welcome to a bit of a different episode of Menace to Sobriety. I'm currently in uh, my office at my house with El Duardo stretching out behind me there. We've just been on a nice walk. Uh, it's Sunday. I wanted to make sure that I got a podcast out today, but I haven't had a chance to get in the studio with a guest for you because uh, I've been shooting Bermondsey Tales, a feature film, uh, up to my eyeballs in in uh, learning scripts, rehearsing, running lines, and... Um, getting out and and shooting so yeah it's had to take a back seat but i didn't want to lose momentum because i know every sunday people love these podcasts and uh, we've got a little community i wanted to keep keep it active keep it there and keep the routine going for those of you that are relying on it. it means a lot to me it means a lot to me having you guys and also it is a form of therapy for me so i just wanted to jump on and do a bit of a different one and have a chat with you so uh yeah let's just have a chat so i wanted to talk about a few things i wanted to start off with mindset talking about mindset and also talking about um you know how to keep your mindset right uh perspective and also yeah the things i've been struggling with with the sobriety but also i just wanted to keep it quite positive and also maybe have a chat about you know <laughs> just accepting life for what it is which is a bit shit sometimes you know but let me start on mindset so through my sobriety um nearly eight months now the hardest thing has been dealing with myself 100 percent. the hardest thing has been dealing with my mind and i think whether you're sober or not or you're just in tune with your own well-being spending time with ourselves in our mind is one of the most difficult things to do listening to the noise untangling it and also listening to how weak you are because um, my mind is a place that's full of doubt, insecurity, weakness, and, you know, um, yeah, ego. And uh, it's always worrying. I'm always in a state of, oh, what's wrong? What have I done wrong? Why isn't this working? It's always weakness. Do you know what I mean? Um, I have glimmers of positivity and and feeling like I can take over the world and willing to take risks and challenges and stuff like that. But in general, my sort of mode... Uh, my general ticking over mode is is always my mind trying to play tricks on me and through sobriety the clarity um of having to deal with your own thoughts is hard but um so rewarding when you can see them for what they are and when you overcome them take this weekend for example my uh wife and my beautiful children are away they're on a holiday i couldn't go because i'm shooting on monday i'll start shooting again on monday um it's a quiet house and look listen i'm I'm a lot stronger in the mind than I was, say, seven, eight months ago or, or last year because I was succumbing to um, the uh, <laughs> the addictive mind, the addict mind, or succumbing to my dark thoughts, you know, come on, let's just get smashed. I'll oh, have a few beers. Oh, fuck it. You've worked hard. Succumbing to these thoughts, you know. Um, but when I haven't got my, I had this saying, I coined this saying that, um, you know, I coined this saying, which was basically focusing on the thing the things that were important to me and, and and putting them right against the things that were negative for me so my saying was you know days with my daughters over nights with my demons yeah days with my daughters over nights with my demons because the nights that I'd spend drinking and getting off me nut uh, would ultimately take the days away from my daughters so it was days with my daughters over nights with my demons now when they're away and I don't have my daughters sat on my lap it's extremely hard to focus on that thought process 
when I haven't got my beautiful wife in front of me, um, you know, when they're not around me, it's very difficult for me to to look at why I do this and and not succumb. I mean, I had dark thoughts last night. You know, no one would know if I was having a drink or getting on it or or whatever. And and that coupled with the lifestyle change, man, you know. But there's an element of pride that sits in there now. When you put work into yourself and you show that your mind, your thoughts, your habits, and your desires uh, don't control you, you get a sense of pride, you know? I'm not, I'm not, I am not, I'm not, oh, this is the best way to put it, I am, I am not driven by or identified by or I'm not, there's a word I can't find it, hold on a second, hold on a second, I am not, Oh, it's like it encapsulates you. What's the fucking word? I'm not, I am not fucking, I can't remember. I don't know. I'm going to come back to it, but I am not identified by my desires. Do you know what I mean? There's more to me than just fucking acting on my desires. Do you know what I mean? That's the problem with us men. You know, if, if, you know, if you fancy another woman, you think another woman's uh, fit and blah, blah, whatever. And you act on your desire and you cheat on your wife and she finds out and then you lose your wife and you can't see your kids or you act on your desires. You know, you just, your mind, your needs, the pleasure, you know, when you attach your pleasure to your desires, you know, you think that your desires leads to pleasure and pleasure leads to happiness. Pleasure ain't happiness. Pleasure is not happiness, right? That is a massive part of this. Pleasure does not equal happiness. Um, if it did, then we would just stay in a state of pleasure. You'd just be, you know, Drinking and doing drugs might be pleasurable at the time, but ultimately it does not lead to happiness. It leads to destruction. Um, and I know now, and I've put the links between my pleasure, my seeking pleasure and the destruction it causes, but you have to be strong and overcoming, um, overcoming the urges and the needs and the habitual desire to seek the pleasure and the reward that you think you deserve. Overcoming that, leads to pride and being proud and I'm proud this morning I woke up and I walked the dogs the sun was shining and I was a little bit like fucking hell man this is hard work and this is going to be forever but I was proud I was like oh, I'm proud man do you know what I mean like I'm, I'm so much stronger in the mind now whereas this is why people relapse so much because they don't have the mental strength it's as simple as that you don't have the mental strength you haven't realized, you haven't seen, if you keep relapsing, you just, you just haven't clicked. You haven't seen your mind for what it is. You think that, oh no, I'm hardwired to desire alcohol and drugs and sex and porn and eating or whatever your addiction is, you know, social media, whatever. I'm hardwired. It's just the way it is. I need it. I've got to do it. That ain't just the way it is. That's just a voice. That's like someone coming over to you and going, oh, hey, mate, do us a favor. Jump off that bridge. And you're like, oh man, I don't, come on, don't jump off that bridge. Jump off the bridge. Jump off the bridge. Jump off the bridge. Jump off the bridge. Jump, jump, jump. If that was the case, you'd just be like, mate, do you know what I mean? You'd just be like, smack, get out of my face. But you can't do that to yourself. You go, oh no, I meant to jump. I meant to jump. That's what the voice is about. That ain't what the voice is about, man. That's not, you know, you can just go, shut up. Leave me alone, man. Um, and then the voice quietens down for a bit, but it'll pop up. Jump, jump, jump off the bridge. And you're like, oh God, you again. Mate, don't you listen. And that's that's the battle that I'm going, going on at the moment. And I don't enjoy it. I'm going to be honest with you. And it's so much harder when it's coupled with being alone. Because although my wife is so supportive, and proud, um, but she's all, also kind of worried. Do you know what I mean? Because it's been fucking fifteen years of this, or ten years of this madness. But um, the uh, 
the hard thing that really, really gets me down at the moment is not seeing my pals as much, you know, and whether or not they're my pals anymore. I don't know, you know, because I don't, there's certain, you know, like, you know, I don't hear from, I don't hear from my best man that was at my wedding. You know, he's got, he's probably got his own stuff going on, but I just don't hear from him at all. Do you know what I mean? I don't hear from anyone else. Really. I rarely, I mean, I got a text last night from a couple of my good pals um, saying, you know, they're going to the pub and if I wanted to come and it was really nice. I didn't, I, I, I was, I was staying in, but uh, that was nice. But my relationships with my friends have really changed and it's upset me a lot. And it makes me, um, it makes me feel lonely on this journey. But also, it's about perspective. Do you know what I mean? It really is about perspective. And this is the fear of sobriety and changing your life. Or And, you know, I use sobriety, but it can be anything. It's just sorting your shit out, right? Sorting your mind out. The key to it all really is, is perspective. That is the key to everything. It's perspective. It's where you're looking at what's going on. If you look at all the hard things that are going on in your life as punishment from life and, you know, I can't catch a break and da-da-da-da-da, this is bad for me and nothing's ever going right and fucking hell, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. And it's negative. Then that's how you're going to be. You're going to, you're going to live in fear and depression. And, but if your perspective on things is, yeah, man, it's just fucking molding me. This is, you know, if you can get comfortable in the bad times, if you can get comfortable when life is shit, then, um, that's the, that's the key to happiness is perspective, isn't it? It's not chasing pleasure. Yeah. It's, accepting normality because 90% of the time now, 95% of the time now I'm happy. 90% of the time I'm anxiety, worry and depression free. I walk around and I'm like, fucking hell man, life's actually good. You know, the little things are great. I appreciate what I've got in my life. I'm lucky. My family, um, my, my kids and I'm playtime's over and I'm focused on my business and my happiness and my playtime now is with my kids. And I'm so lucky to be out of the cycle of getting absolutely hammered at the weekend and then recovering from it and being in a world of pain all week and pulling myself back together just in time to do it all over again. It's no way to live. Being depressed and anxious. And um, it's, uh, it's about perspective, you know. It's about looking at the bad things that are going on in your life and comparing them to much worse things that are going on out there and actually accepting, do you know what? It's not that bad. It's about realizing that your coping mechanisms are destructive uh, and searching for pride, man. You've got to search for pride. Look for your pride. If you can find your pride, um, then you're going to find your happiness. Pleasure is not happiness. Pride is happiness. There you go. That's, 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 let's call this, let's call this, Let's call this little podcast, go for pride, not pleasure. Look for pride, not pleasure. Because through overcoming the need for pleasure is going to give you the pride. And the pride um, is strength, man. So look, ultimately, I'm a stronger person. There's, um, there's pain and suffering in sobriety. Um, but like we heard from one of my guests on my podcast, Sobriety will give you what alcohol promised you, you know. So there's an analogy that I heard online that I thought was really deep. Um, I'm not, I can't, I'm not sure who who said it. Let me see if I can find it on here just to give the geezer credit. But um, I really, really liked this um, analogy that came up on Facebook. I, I put a video up 
the metaphor of the buffalo and the cows, you know, the, the, the storm comes, the cows run away from the storm, but the buffaloes run to the storm. Um, it's scarier for the buffalo to run to the storm, but as the storm's coming over them, they run to it, they run through it, and they get to enjoy everything the storm brought, you know, the water, the, the grass. As the cows run away from it, the storm stays over the cows. So they're in the they're in the darkness of the storm and the pain of the storm for longer because they're running away from it. They're not facing it. And this is really this really symbolizes everything about what I've gone through in the last seven months. I've had to face up to myself and all the stupid shit that I've done in my life, which because I'm sober, the clarity is hard. I've had to face up to seeing a lot of people for what they are, using me, um, only wanting me around for to drink and to party and you know I'm in a privileged position I, I, I've got money so I didn't mind spending my money um, I've got access to a lot of free stuff nightclubs and all that jazz and you know um, and now seeing the people that have moved away uh, from me and don't really care people that have helped immensely um, it's painful uh, looking at probably what I've done wrong to them as well is painful looking at what I've done wrong to myself and to my family is painful uh, but I'm not running from it. I'm facing it head on. Do you know what I mean? I'm in it. I've gone into that storm hard. Do you know what I mean? I've gone into that storm. I've looked at what I'm addicted to. I've looked at my coping mechanism, why, you know, all the childhood trauma I went through, the abusive relationship that my mother and father were were, were in and um, the um, the trauma that I, as, as a child and everything that, you know, you know, when when your parents go through a devastating breakup and, you're, and the, the family's pulled apart and you don't see your father and, you know, and all that stuff, you know, all the uh, violence or anything like that, anything that you've seen as a child, it all has an effect on you. And, you know, coping mechanisms, um, drinking drugs and stuff like that, you know, when you become dependent on them, whether or not it's daily or for me, like, you know, heavy sessions, once, once I stopped, I couldn't stop. Or when the noise got loud in my mind and I was sad or upset or depressed or things weren't going my way, I faced all of that head on. I'm using this stuff in the wrong way. I'm using it to cope because I'm uh, inside, I'm sad and things are going on. And slowly you unpick it all and, 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 and you come out the other side of the storm and you start becoming a little bit more happier. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, you, you grow up. I feel like I've grown up. I feel like, you know, you know, to give you an example, my wife took me cold, uh, freshwater swimming yesterday morning. Uh, I was swimming out in this open water. It was cold. I got the cold water therapy from it. I come out and I sat and I spoke to one of her friends. Um, I think my wife maybe had organized, had sort of organized this and spoke to one of her friends. And it's one of my wife friends that have been watching my podcast. And, um, you know, it's my wife never would have uh, wanted me to sit down uh, with one of her friends and offer advice because I was a wreck. I was a mess. But I guess my wife is proud of me now and she 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 knows I've learned a lot. And um, she put me in front of someone that's struggling. And I spoke to them about, you know, the, the situation they're in and, and, and it's hard, you know, that, I mean, that person knows they're in denial as well, you know, cause they're saying, you know, when I'm happy, I drink and da 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 when I drink and, you know, I tell myself I don't. And then, you know, I just, I'm on a bottle of wine at night and I feel shit the next day and I'm procrastinating. I'm not working enough. You know, this isn't someone that's, um, an, an alcoholic in the true sense of the word where waking up and going for a bottle, it's someone that, that is coping with life through alcohol and it's holding them back and making them feel shit. 
you know if you if if you're drinking and you're getting anxiety and then you're drinking to get rid of the anxiety you are stuck in a trap right uh, and it's very difficult to get out because the very thing you think's helping you is making you worse but it's like someone saying to you look the very thing that's making you feel better you've got to get rid of and it doesn't make sense and um it's it's difficult but i sat there having this conversation and i looked at my wife and i thought wow you know the this is a really positive thing that's come from so much darkness and I have the clarity and the honesty and the guts to look back on everything wrong that's gone on in my life and how I fucked every, a lot of stuff up. And, um, I feel, I feel good. Do you know what I mean? Because I kind of forgiven myself. So I think the key to what I'm saying is whatever you've done, whatever you're going through, whatever, whatever's happening to you, um, it's all part of life. Your perspective needs to be from from the position of shit, man. You don't get what you want. You get what you deserve, right? So right now, if you deserve the shit that's going on, if, if you've got shit going on in your life, I'm not saying you deserve it, but it's there to teach you a lesson. It's there to check that you deserve something better. It's there to make you more resilient for harder things that come in the future, right? And everything is about mindset and perspective, you know? Wean yourself off whatever it is you're using to cope if it's being destructive to you. Work on your mindset daily. Start listening to your thoughts. This is something that I do now that I never used to do. Listen to your thoughts, man. What are you thinking? Why are you thinking that? What are you thinking? Everything that I've just said in this podcast must be really hitting home to some of you. Um, In the comments below, because I'm going to do another one of these podcasts, I really want you to do this for me. If you're still here 18 minutes in, I want you to let me know in the comments below what this triggered, what this made you think about, what what things were going on in your mind. Let me know in the comments all the things you're thinking, either right now, uh, pause it and write it, or at the end of the podcast, let me know what it made you think, the things you've done wrong, the things you can't change, the things you're struggling with. Let me know. I want to talk about them on the next one. Um, and have a little chat with yourself. Why am I thinking that? This is bollocks. Your mind right now is controlling you, right? Unless you've done this work and you're seeing your mind for what it is, it's controlling you. What you've got to do, and this is the key for me to sobriety and overcoming habitual urges, is you've got to control the voice in your mind that's trying to fuck your shit up. Because we are, if you're anything like me, we are self-destructive animals. It's much easier to go along with life's bad times and just set light to the whole fucking thing, then try and fight against it, innit? Do you know what I mean? It's like acceptance. I've, all my big life, all the big life events that happened in my life, personally to me, I fucked up, and it eats me up inside, wetting the baby's head on both, both of the, um, both of the births of both of my daughters when I, you know, turned into fucking benders when I should have been there with my my wife that breaks my heart my wedding i was pissed as a fart the whole fucking day and that breaks my heart um because i couldn't control uh the voice inside my head you know and i was like fuck it do you know what i mean that self-destructive fuck it and um you got to be stronger man you got to be stronger and the strength comes from perspective knowing the voice and forgiveness forgiveness to yourself so yeah, that's 20 minutes. It's a short podcast. Um, but I hope I've, I've, I'm just full of this stuff that I want to talk about at the moment. Um, I'm really struggling at times, <laughs> but I enjoy the struggle. I'm not going to lie to you. I fucking love it. 
I'd rather be on this side of the struggle than the other side of the struggle. Do you know what I mean? You got to embrace. You got to embrace the fucking struggle, man. You know what I mean? There's a voice in your head. It's that voice. There's a voice in your head that ain't got your best interests at heart. You got to start listening to it um, as a dickhead that's trying to make you jump off the bridge. Yeah. I love you guys. Uh, please fill up the comments for me and let me know if this sort of podcast is okay because I don't want to go quiet when I when I can't get to the studio and have a guest because I'm up to my eyeballs in work. And you know why I'm up to my eyeballs in fucking work, in TVs, in t- sorry, in, in films, in fucking, in stand-up comedy, in tours. Do you know why I'm up to my eyes in this? Because I'm, because my perspective on the voice in my mind changed and I stopped listening to it. And now the perpetual work you know the work i'm doing doesn't stop for me to get smashed and maybe i'm putting out good vibes you know i hope i'm putting out good vibes anyway my ego my ego is still making me do stupid shit you know i've had a good old whinge and a moan about this whole philip schofield thing on my social media because i felt so hard done by by getting chucked off tv and then they all protected him and it's ego you know um it's ego let me show i'll tell you what oh it's on my phone but um I had a beautiful exchange on uh, Twitter that kind of stopped me ranting on this whole stuff, you know, um, where someone just said, look, listen, you can never be cancelled if you're, if you don't desire what you'd lost. Do you know what I mean? You can never be cancelled. How can you be cancelled if you no longer desire what you lost? You know, if you fit, and it's true, you know, we've all lost relationships, jobs, money, people, um, if you don't desire that, if those things aren't key to your happiness and you don't desire them, um, then you don't give a fuck when they're taken away from you. And again, that's perspective and mindset is the key. So uh, over the last four weeks, I've been less and less and less uh, annoyed and upset about the abuse I get online. I get loads of it daily. Twitter is a fucking cesspit. Um, every single day I deal with someone without fail. And now I realize it's just part of my life. No, I'm putting it out there hard. Not everyone is going to like it. Um, So constant work, guys. The key to your happiness is working on your mindset. All right. I love you. Let me know in the comments if this worked. And if it if it did, then I'm going to keep. Oh, and if if we do put this out on audio, do do drop me a DM on my Insta. Let me know if um, if the sort of individual direct to you podcasts are of interest. And I'll keep doing them when I can't get to the studio. I love you. Stay positive. And uh, talk to me in the comments. I've got a lot of free time on my hands while till I get back on set. So keep me occupied. Lots of interaction. I love you. Bye.